Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick, and Happy New Year! Welcome to the first podcast episode of 2014. Holy moly. It has been a while since I've posted a solo show. So I'm really excited to do this today because it's just, it's been too long. And like I've mentioned before, I have a ball doing this. So all right, let's just jump into this. And I decided that this is going to be a review of 2013 and what is coming in 2014 because I'm pretty friggin' excited. So bear with me. I feel a little bit goofy this morning. So, um, that's probably a good thing. So maybe you'll be laughing a lot. Who knows? But, you know, when I started thinking back to the last year, it kind of blew my mind. It really, it was an amazing year on a lot of different fronts, both with business and personal. And, and I was saying to somebody the other day, the crazy thing is that the personal stuff, the shifts and whatnot have, most of them have been internal. So from the outside looking in, people might not see any significant difference. But for me, it's been huge. And I've really had a lot of fun reading other people's year in reviews. So I've kind of combined a few things with this. So this is, it's business and personal, but more business probably. Um, although, you know, I was talking to somebody else about, um, you know, what's coming for next year and, and kind of goals, intentions, whatever works for you. And I can't totally separate business and personal simply because my business is me. I am my business. I mean, you know, I've got a team and whatnot, but it's just, it's a part of my life. I love what I do. And so there's not a huge, there's not a very clear delineation between work and I don't know, maybe that's something I'm still figuring out. But you know, what has really shifted for me this year personally, which is going to kind of lead into the business side of things, is just that I have learned to be present. You know, (laughs) I can think back to times when it was like, you know, you borrow trouble and you worry, what if this doesn't work? Or what if this doesn't work? Or, you know, you're worried about a bill that's due in three weeks. And all of that energy, you're completely missing out on the here and now. And so, I have really, really made a conscious effort and worked on, you know, just being present. It doesn't matter if, you know, I'm chatting with my five-year-old nephew or on a Skype call. It's just not just focus, be where you're at and relax. And the funny thing is that the more you do this, not, you know, yes, it gets easier, but the more you do it, the worry and and the concern and the thoughts about other stuff kind of stop showing up. I just don't really go there anymore. So that has been a huge gift. Because of that, with my business, I've really been able to step back and, you know, being present with your business and what you're doing, you have to because there's so much information out there. There's so many things you could, should, would be doing would be doing. I don't know if that even made sense, but just roll with it. Um, you know, there's the work is never really completed is, is the way I look at it. And I don't mean like with projects per se, like a client project, but there's always more marketing you can do. There's always more content that you can create. There's always more connections you can develop. That's just ongoing. So it, it, part of what's helped me is looking at that. It's just there's not necessarily going to just be this stopping point there. And that's fine because it's always evolving. And so in a way, you know, I'm just sort of an information junkie. It helps because I just shifted the way I looked at that. So anyways, and by the way, if you're only listening to this, I'm just going to share the image that I posted on um, on the show notes, the actual, the blog post, because I was looking, I knew I wanted a picture with like a rear view mirror. But I was very specific in the picture I chose because it's actually a side view mirror. Um, and in the side view mirror, you can see what's behind the car, but you don't actually see what's in front of it. All you see is where the car currently is. So as in the present moment, because that's where I've shifted a lot this year. So if you can, I, first of all, I'd love for you to go over to the show notes anyways and leave some comments about, 
you know, some thoughts you had about 2013 for yourself and what's coming in 2014 for you. I just, I'd love to hear that. And if you've done a year in review post, make sure to link to that too. That would be fun. Alrighty. So let's go ahead and we're going to jump into the review. So without a doubt, I can tell you that the best thing I did for my business last year was launch this podcast. It has blown every single expectation out of the water. You know, learning to be present, I've sort of let go of expectations. The biggest expectation, the biggest, the only, I don't know. (laughs) But what I did for myself was I just committed to doing it consistently. And I know that needs a little bit of work too, but I just knew that I'm going to, I was going to stick with it no matter what the numbers were, how great maybe the first audio was, whatever the case may be. I just knew that I wanted my intention was to stick with this and see it grow. And I I just, I cannot begin to tell you what a difference this has made. And so I'm obviously a huge proponent of podcasting because I, I, so many people now that I've connected with, and I don't mean the interviews because I'm going to talk about that in a second, but you know, potential clients or people that leave me notes or comments or email me because they've listened to the podcast and I've gotten voicemails from people, uh, which I need to put speak pike back up on the site. But, um, people have told me, you know, <laughs> you're so funny. I think it's because I make fun of myself, but, um, you know, or I feel like I know you or, you know, you write just like you talk and, and there's that relatable factor. So that has made me, I think, much more approachable. And I got a, a compliment comment from a friend that I connected with at a fizzle workshop, and we're doing some work together now. And he said, you know, I'm glad I listened. I met you in person first, because had I come to your site, it would have been a little bit intimidating because it looks, you know, he's saying it looks professional. That's great. And all of that, I'm not here to talk about the site the way it looks, but you know, we met in person and then he listened to the podcast and there wasn't a disconnect, right? Between who I was in person meeting this guy and then who I am on the podcast. And so that to me was huge. That meant the world to me because in, gosh, it'll be six years this March that I've been online doing this full time. The WordPress chick didn't really evolve till it's so that's been like five and a half years, <laughs> but the first six months was figuring out what I was doing. Um, but having met different people and I've been to some conferences, I can't tell you what a bummer it is when I meet someone in person and they are nothing like who they seem to be online. It's just, you know, it's kind of like, I'm such a dork, you know, like Dorothy realizing the wizard was just this guy behind a curtain. And although the guy behind the curtain was more likable than the wizard, right? So it, it's just been something that's been very important to me that what you see is what you get. There's not going to be a big difference. So that meant a lot to me. But, you know, the cool thing with the podcast, I, I feel that it's helped me develop content because I do look at my own individual show notes when I'm writing it, that I want them to stand alone as a blog post so that if somebody doesn't want to listen to the whole podcast, they can read it and be like, okay, this is what about I'll come back to this later. But I want it to be quality content as well. And then the interviews, holy moly, <laughs> you know, I just, I, I'm going to be launching another podcast on kimdoyle.com and we'll talk about that later in today's show, <laughs> but I'm approaching that from a more strategic place than I did this podcast and not, um, it's just simply because I know more now, you know, but the interviews, I just, I feel like I just got super lucky with the interviews because the relationships that have come from connecting with these people, oh my God, I honestly, you know, I I look back and it's like, I just reached out and I think I may have had one person say, oh gosh, I don't really want to do an interview. Just not something that they, they're like, I think I'd be too nervous or whatever. And that's fine. But they've all been super fun. Like, I feel like I'm just having a conversation with a friend and it's, it's helpful to me because, you know, when you do this online and you're working for yourself and you're working at home, we all hear over the importance of getting together and connecting in person. And of course I can't connect with all these people physically in person, but I did get that opportunity this year. You know, I interviewed Carrie Dills and Bob WP and we got to connect. Carrie and I had lunch before WordCamp San Francisco. And then we all went out to dinner one night. It was so much fun. You know, the Bournes, Jennifer, um, 
and Brian Bourne. I met them in person in Sacramento. Then we also, they joined us for drinks. You know, it was, it's just one of those things that holy moly, the people that I've got to connect with. Um, and I'm not trying to exclude anybody. I just don't want to <laughs> go through and name everybody, but it's just, it was so fun to really get to know the person behind the business. And, and I like the format in terms of a podcast. I have a lot of fun doing these. So maybe it's too much fun, right? Um, but doing the individual show and then doing an interview and like I'll, I'll be bringing in different interviews to the news site. It's a little bit of a different. It's not based on WordPress, so obviously it's different, but it's online business and digital media. But the couple of the interviews that I've got coming up um, for the WordPress chick, which I'll talk about, but it's one of them is all about branding and stuff and and how I went about branding and building KimDoyle.com and who I hired to work with me to help me get that situated. So then that's an interview. So I'm looking at it that anytime I've connected with somebody or there's been an asset that's helped me to grow something for the WordPress chick, I'm, I'm going to interview them because it can help you. And I know it's not, you know, I'm not necessarily talking about plugins or themes. Um, but at the end of the day, if you're using WordPress for your business, all of this is going to help you. So, you know, I, I'm not going to talk about, obviously, I haven't talked about WordPress, you know, 24-7 um, when it comes to the podcast. I don't even know if that sentence just made sense, but we'll just let it roll. Um, you know, but I just want to be relatable. The podcast has been the best thing that I've done for my business. And if it's something you're even considering, just get in touch with me if you want to chat about it, because it's just, it's open doors, it's built relationships, and it's friggin' fun. It's just, it's just fun. Um, so it's kind of a bonus. And I can't necessarily say to you, the podcast has brought me X amount in revenue, um, I've got new clients from it. I've built relationships from it. It helps me with content <laughs> because, you know, even, the, you know, you think an interview, I always have my questions ahead of time, but I don't do the interview show notes until after I've recorded the podcast because I, I gauge it from the interview. You don't know which direction the interview is going to go in. Um, and then I've said this before, my personal ones, I write first and I use that as kind of an outline. But if you're even considering or thinking, should I do a podcast? I'm going to tell you the answer is yes. <laughs> to me, it's still sort of like the wild, wild west. There's so much opportunity there. I friggin' love listening to podcasts. I do it all the time. Um, working out, walking, driving. It just, it, I, I love putting that information into my head. So if you're thinking about it and you've got any questions, just give me a shout out. Kim at the WPChick.com. Um, and we'll go from there. Okay. The other thing that has totally blown my mind this year is that I have started doing coaching. I have to say that <laughs> I kind of fell into the coaching, for lack of a better description, but it's also something I've always wanted to do, but I wasn't necessarily sure what I wanted that to look like, right? So coming from the WordPress chick, it's like, well, <laughs> who who are you, who are you going to coach? Meaning, what is your business about? Um, how do you want to do this? What's the time commitment? What's the cost? All of those things, right? So I started thinking about, I was in management for a long time. And you guys have probably heard this in retail management, but I was a district manager. I've opened a lot of actual physical storefronts. Um, so when it comes to setting up a plan and executing and giving direction, <laughs> we can all be bosses. No, I'm just kidding. We can't. But so I knew I had a lot of that structure in place. But the thing with coaching that makes me a, excuse me, I don't know if I've sworn a lot on this, but there is not this one size fits all. There just isn't. And I've been frustrated when I've connected with people and, you know, started a coaching or gotten into it. And it's like, they've got this kind of canned formula. This kind of blew my mind when I was doing uh, management training and I was a trainer. And I remember learning that, you know, we focused on learning styles. So, you know, some people maybe are um, like kinetic learners. They want to physically go do something. And that's how they learn. Other people need to read something. Other people want to read it and apply it. Other people want to read it. And do you see what I'm saying? So we all learn differently. And so <laughs> it it totally was like this huge eye opener to me that I, I remember thinking, okay, so we expect, we get that adults have different learning styles and some methods are going to be more effective than others. 
Mind you, we put our children through the exact same system in the schools and expect everybody to do well, right? That's a whole other conversation and I'm not about to get into it. Um, but it's kind of ass backwards if, if you ask me that, you know, kids are supposed to all learn like robots, but yet when it comes to the workplace, it's perfectly okay that adults learn differently. Uh, <laughs> mind you, the application of that's not always easy, but I remember taking that into this coaching, right? And thinking, okay, well, not everybody is going to be able to apply this the same way. There are certain tactics or systems that simply work. As an example, let's say we're talking about list building. This is something that I have really put a concerted effort into um, over the last six months, and I've seen phenomenal results. Kind of what happens when you actually apply yourself. Um, but by paying attention and testing and measuring, I can see what works. And then it's like, for me, it was like, okay, take a step back. How is this working? Do I have all the right sequences set up for each thing, et cetera, et cetera. So I kind of looked at coaching the same way. So it all started because I had a, uh, a subscriber email me and she had asked me, do you do coaching? And I have done consulting and coaching in the past, but not really a structured program. So we set up a Skype call and I, um, looked at her site. She sent me some links and stuff. So then we got, she told me what she was doing, what she wanted to be doing. She works full time. What are things she enjoyed? You know, all that. Um, and then we did a three month coaching. So we talked once a week and there was a monthly fee for that. Um, and it was like, huh, okay, I'm enjoying this. Now, a couple things. She was fabulous. I've actually been fortunate that. And you guys are probably thinking, like, you're going to say somebody you worked with wasn't fabulous, but they were just all great people and, you know, have stayed in touch and connected with them. So that's great. Um, but everybody, like I said, has to move at a different pace. So on one hand, so here she's working full time. Her time is limited, but she's still to me in the figuring out phase. And the only way to figure it out is to try stuff. And I know that sounds really, um, ambiguous. But you have to implement and see, did that feel good? Did I like that? All that kind of stuff. Because so many people jump into this like, what is my passion? And I was not passionate about WordPress at first. I just really, really liked it. And I loved the name. And I was committed to finding something I could do online. It evolved, right? And my skills. And it's also then the more I did it, the clearer I got. And I like doing this. I don't like doing that. Okay, so then I decided to look for some case studies. And I'm going to explain the case studies. How they came about is because the biggest thing beside, I keep saying the biggest thing, like there's 12 biggest things, right? (laughs) But the other monumental game changer for me this year was that I started spending money on advertising. And I'm going to talk about that in a second. But the case studies came from um, working with my friend, Adam, who I've got an interview coming up for you guys. He's got a, I'm in a mastermind with him. And I've got an accountability partner and I'm actually heading to San Diego in a couple of weeks for a live mastermind. And I'll share all that stuff with you guys when I get back. But where Adam has really started testing and tweaking and measuring and using Facebook ads to drive traffic. So he started talking to me about what he was doing and this mastermind he was forming and, and how he was coaching people through this process. So I started working with him and he said, you know, look for some case studies in terms of what I want to offer. And so I emailed my list, said, I'm looking for a few case studies, got replies right away. And one of them just said, and I never said it was going to be free, but it was a discounted case study. And so instantly right away, another three month coaching commitment. And then I was sent a referral from a friend for another gal who wanted um, biweekly coaching. So we set up a three month biweekly. All of these people have taken action and have different circumstances, meaning working full time, needing to go back to work, you know, kids at home, all those different things. But it's the clarity piece on what they want to be doing. And what's interesting is a lot of these people started from having, you know, they've got a WordPress site, they like talking about kind of, I don't want to say similar to me, but in the sense that they've got website clients, but yet they all kind of want to shift into something a little bit different. They want to continue that piece but they need to learn to leverage themselves, meaning passive income, you know, the teaching and the training documentation. I, I still think that is one of the biggest opportunities out there because it's not the consistent time for money. So 
the two big questions I have, <laughs> I have these on, um, the, uh, on the show notes, you know, that there's a big question and a disclaimer. The disclaimer I already mentioned to you and that there really is not, um, just, there's not a one size fits all. And, you know, when you're considering working with someone, do your homework. So, you know, I, I remember looking back and, and working with somebody and then once I started digging into stuff, I'm like, okay, so many of the methodologies that are being used are dated. They're, you know, five, six, seven years old. And, and I'm not saying there are certain things in marketing that don't continue working, but if you're trying to grow and evolve a business today, you need somebody who is also growing and evolving. Don't look for somebody that's doing the same thing they've been doing for the last 10 years, the same products, the same programs. It, it's a, there has to be some evolution personally, I think. Um, and you need to find out what that person's skill and knowledge level is because in my experience, a lot of coaches out there, um, are very hands off when it comes to, the things that they do in their business. And again, it, this depends, but I'm talking about me right now coming from the perspective of I'm, I'm pretty technically savvy. <laughs> I would like to think I understand how the pieces of all this fit together. So if I'm going to work with a coach, you know, please make sure you've got more than a category that's uncategorized on your site. I, I'm not kidding you, you know, because to me, the foundation of anything you do online is your site, right? That's got to be your hub, your home. That's where everything stems from. And I also knew that, you know, when it comes to coaching, look at what you need. So as an example, I don't feel at this point, like I need someone to teach me how to blog. Um, can I improve on it? Of course, but I'm not going to hire a blogging coach. What I do need and have seen phenomenal results from is the traffic piece of everything, the traffic and the conversions and measuring. And like I said, spending money on advertising has been phenomenal for me because I'm going to get into this, uh, but I doubled my income last year. Now I don't have the, I haven't done my taxes yet, but I can simply tell you based on the income that I've done the last two months, I wouldn't be surprised if it's more than that. Um, but where I'm spending my time and energy is the stuff that I need to learn, right? So when it comes to coaching, if, if you don't really have a business strategy, then, then that's fine. Look for somebody that can help you get those into place. But if you're good at content or you know how to create products, whatever that thing is for you, find the person that's that right fit, you know? And so with the coaching that I'm doing, um, on the WordPress chick and then on the new site are going to be a little bit different. Again, it's all a digital platform sort of, but not everybody's going to want a podcast. Not everybody's going to want to do video. Not everybody's going to want to create an e-course or a Kindle book or whatever. There are so many different mediums. And yes, you have to test them to find out what you like. You know, so obviously for a podcast, I would probably test just doing some recordings. Um, I've done enough video screen capture, which <laughs> one of my 2014 plans, I will get in front of the friggin' camera. Um, it might just be comical. Who knows? But, you know, it, it's, it's finding that comfort level and what works for you and your audience. So the coaching has completely just, it, it's shifted everything for me. One, I'm just, again, connecting with other people. Um, the results, I've gotten some fantastic results from people. And it's good to see too, like, okay, so, well, let me, how do I explain this? So because I went into this, really kind of um, individualizing how I was going to work with people. I mean, the how was me on the phone with them and whatnot, but I also know there's got to be a better way to leverage this, which was the big question that I don't know that I answered. But the big question is, how do you scale this? How do you, how do you leverage this? Because I know for myself, I don't want to be on the phone four and five hours a day every day. There's no way I'd get no work done. I wouldn't get anything created. And that's kind of my happy place. I, I get juiced talking with people too and getting them excited about stuff. But I also know that I, I, I can't be on the phone that much because I will just get pissy. <laughs> so I'm looking at how I'm going to scale this for next year. And I think probably uh, more group programs and just like the mastermind that I'm in, there is such a community with these people. Oh my God, the connections and relationships there have been fantastic. But I do not miss those calls because 
there's there's a collaboration. Um, you know, I was telling you, you know, Adam's leading the group and he's constantly providing direction and training. And then we're in the group and then we've got a Facebook group and we're constantly sharing and asking questions and, you know, here are my stats from this ad and what did you think about this or what do you think about this copy? It's it's great. It really is a great group of people. So I'm I'm uh, probably going to be looking at that model. And then if people want to do one-on-one, that might just be customized. I'm not sure. But um, there will be a model of one to many or one to more than one. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Um, but I'm still figuring out the details. So that's okay. So, you know, like I was mentioning too, that when it comes to my income for 2013, I I, I know I at least doubled it. Um, the cool thing is that the passive income has increased significantly which has been just brilliant. And it's something I am focusing on in 2014, because if you go to the WordPress check, the only thing for sale really is the Genesis product. But the three different levels of product was a great step where you can get the book, the PDF book and the Kindle version. You can get both books and the videos. And then there's like a full package where there's some bonuses. So setting that up and... (laughs) not doing a stellar promotion of it really, um, or like an official launch. Unfortunately, I, ha- I did that at the same time I was traveling uh, and it was just a little hairy, but you know what? You know, I shipped it, right? I look at it that way. I got it done. It's out and maybe there'll be a bigger push for it this year. I'm not, I'm not sure where I'm going in terms of Genesis. Uh, I, I still, that's all I use. I love it, but I have a lot more fun and I like sharing where I'm at. Um, and so I may be doing some more of that. So we'll see. But, you know, there's definitely been some big shifts. And I would say they've, they're probably been the second, the second half of the year is when most of this, this shifted for me. So let's go ahead. And what I did on the post is I kind of went through with like some bigger specific questions. And I, I got this from a post over at Suitcase Entrepreneur with Natalie Sisson, um, that sort of sums up 2013. So some of these will be redundant. You know, I'd be curious to know how many friggin' times I say so in this podcast. So, and I find myself, I do that when I write too. And that's the interesting with the pod, interesting thing with the podcast is you start hearing things uh, differently when you start listening to yourself more often, which I've listened to myself with video. It's not, you know, anything earth shattering, but I have started really paying attention to the way I write because I will start sentences with so, or I use, so I was just thinking, and it's like, you don't need to be just thinking. I was thinking, right? I do that all the time. Anyways. All right. So what did I achieve in 2013 that I'm most proud of? A few things. So I already mentioned the podcast, connecting with people. I, I am very proud of the fact that I stepped up my engagement. It was a commitment I made to myself at the beginning of last year that I'm going to show up more in my business, not just behind the scenes, um, trying new things, even if they didn't go as planned, uh, like plug-in development. Oh my God. I, I will do, you know what I should do is get a, a developer on. I mean, I, I had um, Adam Warner of Foobox, uh, Foo Plugins on, I forget, for one of the first top 10 episodes. Um, but it's something that even though I tried it and it didn't go as I had hoped, you know, you learn. That's all I can say. Um, but I'm, I'm glad that I tried it and because it got me much more clear on what I want to put out there and what I enjoy doing. And then most of all for trusting myself more with my business. And that means not undercharging for things, not working with people that, that just don't feel like a good fit or, you know, providing value to people is great, but I also don't, I don't know how to say this without, um, this is my pre-qualifying. You know, it's like you don't owe everybody everything. And so there comes a point where you can say, well, these are my rates. You know, I had a couple issues with um, customers, clients this year, and I, I had to say, look, well, I'm, I'm not going to get into details, but, you know, where somebody was kind of angry with me for saying, these are my rates. If you want this stuff fixed, this was a site I did five years ago and I had to put it in terms of you don't go out and show people how to do what you do for free, right? It's a physical business. And it was just, I had no problem saying, we're done, your site's off. And I was very proud of myself. And I wasn't, you know, rude or snarky, but let's look at this. This is my business. I do this for a living. 
So there goes your site. Done. And and no regrets. None. I mean, it's unfortunate that it ended that way, but I'm not responsible for someone's choice um, to pay me or not pay me. I, I can't own that. And But it was taking that stance for myself that's saying, oh, I'm not doing this for you for free. And uh, next, I, I don't have the energy for it anymore. I even canceled the, the last hosting invoice. I said, this is just not worth my time. This conversation is over. Um, and it was kind of freeing. Uh, another incident with somebody, and I did not want to get into a fest, so I'm not going to do that. But, you know, that the response was literally, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. I have to go into the to the code to change the font colors. Mind you, everything had been mocked up and approved and coded, and it was done. But the idea that that somebody somebody's frustration with WordPress meant the site wasn't complete. And I just said, no, one has nothing to do with the other. And I also made a decision. I'm not one of those was uh, a friend of a friend kind of a thing. And it's just, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not going to do that. And I don't know for all those people out there who do client work or whether it's website services, whatever that looks like, people that are willing to pay you what you charge are the easiest to the work to work with. Let's just say that. And we're moving on. Okay. What did I learn about myself in 2013? That I've got this. Am I going to make mistakes? Totally. <laughs> um, is it going to be perfect now? But I've got it, which goes in line with trusting myself, right? All right. So what worked really well in 2013 that I want to bring into 2014? Putting myself out there more, connecting and engaging. It just, it works. And sometimes I look at people on social media, I'm like, how on earth do you get anything done and have conversations? And so for me, I know it's going to be finding what works for me? Because as soon as somebody tells me, okay, well, you're going to have to do this every hour on the hour that I'm going to go into resistance and just get like a little four-year-old having a tantrum and I don't want to do it because I like the freedom that my business provides me. I love the quality of my life. So um, I'm, I'm still figuring that out, but it it was huge. It completely catapulted things for me. And I'm also talking not not just connecting and building relationships with quote unquote, the right people, which I don't even know what that looks like. But don't be afraid to, and I, I, I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself here, but, you know, not being afraid to reach out to someone else who, you know, I have a tendency, let me get specific here. So Twitter, if, you know, you get, oh, these people followed you, so I'll go look. But I really am conscious about who I follow because I don't go in and follow like hundreds of people anymore. I just, it's kind of organic, but I look at what they're tweeting I look at their industry, their business and stuff. And it's, if it's someone's there and it's interesting, then I go to their site, right? So if I go to follow them, I'm like, ooh, what's this? Then I go look at their site. And on their site, if there's something that's a value, I'm like, let's reach out and share. And I'll just, so I've started doing more of that. Not as much maybe as I'd like to, but in the conversations or a couple times saying to somebody, you know, like when there's a site under construction, and I know I talked about, um, Marianne Manthe and Design Your Own blog, Design Your Own Lovely blog. She's just phenomenal and has just done, she just gives so much. I can't wait to see when she uh, puts her first product out. But simply when you see somebody's under construction and I like what they're doing, it's like, I just tell them, let me know when you're ready. I'd be more than happy to support you. And all of a sudden a conversation starts. And so that's a type of, you know, besides looking at where you can kind of get a hand up, see where you can give someone else a hand up. And that's fun. It it makes me giddy. It's just sort of like that, you know, there's no such thing as a selfless good deed because you feel good helping other people. Um, Let's see. All right. What didn't work so well? (laughs) Not trusting my gut. Whenever I strayed from what I thought was best for me, or I didn't put something out there because I was concerned about what other people would think, it backfired every single time. You know, do I care what people think? Of course. Um, but it doesn't hold me back anymore. And there's always going to be snarky haters out there, but it's just not worth the time and energy. I don't engage. I just, I don't, I'm going to delete it. Um, but you know, it's the same is true with working with clients. If you, if you get a gut feeling and this is where it's hard because you're looking at the dollars that come in or could be coming in and you need that income, right? you're like, well, I've got bills to pay, but I, I swear to you, that if you say no to the people that in your gut you don't want to work with, the right people simply show up. So, you know, the plug-in development, I didn't have a strategy for that. And so the idea behind doing it and creating them, it seemed 
it didn't, I'm not saying it seemed easy, but I thought, well, this is great. I love WordPress. I can test this. The amount of testing and tweaking, I, I don't want to be that person. <laughs> I don't want to spend my days testing on a different platforms. I'm having fun, uh, you know, being out there and being me. And I love the teaching and training side of stuff. So, you know, those are a few things that didn't work. Um, but I think in terms of the next question is what can I do differently to improve these situations? You know, really more than anything, it's taking time for myself first. And I, I'm sure I've said this before, but if I don't take the first part of my day for, that just fur, <laughs> like I'm talking all funny, like fur, um, for <laughs> my content, it throws me off because this is when <laughs> you guys might be listening to this. I'm actually recording this in the morning thinking, really? This is your creative best? I'm kidding. But the first part of my day is when I'm more on, right? So I uh, take my kids, well, I take my son to school. My daughter can drive herself, thank God. Um, But even if every week, right, the neighbor's nice. So, but the point is getting up, I like to go to the gym first. I come back, I get to my desk, 930, but it's like, take the kids to school, gym, get, get to work. And I'm on the West Coast, so I've got some East Coast clients. And if I break that, and I don't mean just the working on my own stuff, but I, if I get out of that and schedule calls earlier, I am not going to get to the gym. I just, <laughs> by late afternoon, that's totally, I hit a wall. And depending on the weather, um, I might nap or go float in the pool. As of late, I just have been busy. So that's not really been an option, which I'm grateful for. But um it's, it's one of those things that I know that that first part, I've have to be committed to, to taking care of myself and putting my content, my, my sites first. And that does not mean that client work is not a priority, but it requires a different part of my brain that, that I've got in the afternoon and the evenings, right? So, and I'm not sitting here saying I work every evening. I've really done a lot of downtime in the last couple of weeks and it's been Brilliant. I can't tell you how many movies I've watched, but I know that if I can, that keeps me on track. It keeps me on balance and I, I just get more accomplished, period. So, um, and even taking time to meditate, I swear <laughs> the day that I get past like 12 minutes, um, I might have to have a party. But when I take that time for myself to get quiet, it keeps me grounded and everything in my life just flows. So. All right. So this was a great question and might be a little woo woo for some of you, but you know, what am I letting go of or forgiving myself or others for, which will bring more ease into my life? I've done a lot of work on myself the past few years and I really don't hold on to stuff the way I used to. Um, but again, we all make mistakes. So I just, I don't say that I don't think I did a lot of beating myself up over this last year, but it's simply something that I'm hoping to continue, um, getting better at just, you know, make a mistake, own it, fix it, move on. And also really being able to have empathy for the other person in terms of, well, you know, it's not, it's not all about me, right? People have bad days, stuff happens. So, you know, that kind of stuff brings a lot more ease into my life. And the other thing is, you know, letting go of expectations. And it's something that, again, I think I've, I've gotten much better at it, but I, I, when you put something out in the world, of course you want it to do, to do well. So as an example of the product or a course, I also did uh, the Kindle project with my friend Steve last year, which went great. Um, and it was a lot of work for the course and gave me a very clear idea of, I love doing webinars. Um, I like creating products, but finding a balance between having to do something live every week or, you know, figuring that stuff out. So all those things, it's just kind of letting go of the expectations of something and not looking at putting something out into the world that's going to be some phenomenal payday. Just looking at it, you're putting something good out in the world and let it grow. Yes, you have to market it and share it, but let it, you know, let it grow. Um, I am going to be bringing on a project manager this year because I need to remove the bottleneck, uh, which would be me, <laughs> to keep things on schedule and moving quicker because a lot of stuff it's, it's getting done. It's just me and the email and the bottleneck. I do not want to be that person. So moving forward, I'll have a project manager and I'm always available to the clients, but that in terms of, okay, here, here's mockups, here's, here's copy, here's 
well, no, I'm not going to say copy because I don't do copy, but you know, here's your mockups. Here's your logos. This is installed. Take a look here. That, that kind of stuff. That's just, I get in the way with that. So how would I like to feel in 2014? Inspired and on purpose, period, full stop. <laughs> uh, what do I want to achieve in 2014? So this is kind of fun. So I'm um, launching the new site, kimdoyle.com and another podcast over there. So I, unless it is a side note, we won't be talking about WordPress. Really, it's, it's, um, digital, uh, finding your fit in the digital media world. Okay. I've got that on the site and it's going to be in same format in terms of a solo show and then an interview, but the, the guests will be different and it's not going to be based on WordPress that now that I've said that four times. Um, I'd like to get at least five new products up for sale and I'm going to be a, that's going to be a split between the WordPress chick and the new site. So probably three at the WordPress chick, one being sell with WordPress. Um, I had a webinar. I had done a, a plugin for Gumroad, which is still available, but really helping people to figure out and not just installation of a plugin and setting stuff up for sale, but you have to look at your business and what is the best platform to sell what you have to offer. What's the easiest way for your customers and clients? I've done a lot of that work this year in terms of defining my audience. You know, what is the value? How do I, what do I want people to do when they get to the site? All that stuff that, that you hear about people doing and, but nobody really wants to take the time to do it has been huge for me. Huge changed everything. Um, so definitely, um, five new products this year and, you know, one's already in the works for the new brand. And so is the sell with WordPress. I'm excited about that. Track and measure what's working, what's not working. And then novel idea, leverage the things that are working. So I sort of did this last year, but I'm definitely going to be more strategic about it. Um, and I also want to provide more webinars, just free webinars. There, so there will be some paid training, but as an example, I have really had some success in, in growing my audience the last probably four to five months. So just sharing how, how I did that and what I've implemented and what I could have done better. Um, and will it be for affiliate products? Probably, but it's all stuff I'm using all the time. Um, I'm going to attend at least three to four events. So I'm attending, like I mentioned earlier, I'm attending, uh, the mastermind. This is for the Facebook group I'm in the mastermind in San Diego, um, in a couple weeks, which I cannot wait. We're actually going to go ATV racing, like Baja. We're going to go into Mexico and go do that for a day, which is going to be just ridiculously fun. Um, these, I just, I love these people. They're awesome. And wait till you hear the interview. So that'll be next week. Probably that, um, like that probably it's next week of the following week, my interview with Adam Spiel. And I just, I love him to pieces. He's one of the kindest people that I've, I've met in, we met God five years ago. Anyways, listen to that interview. It's coming. Um, and then right after our mastermind, I'm attending the traffic and conversion summit in San Diego, which is put on by Ryan Dice and Perry Belcher, I think. And I looked at that event because new media expo is also next week. And I really wanted to go to that. And there's going to be tons of people I want to connect with, um, at new media expo. However, you know, tracks on, and I'm not saying I don't have stuff to learn in these areas, you guys, but you know, on blogging and podcasting and, and all of the stuff that new media expo has would be valuable. What's going to probably give me a bigger return on my investment of time and money is traffic and conversion. It's a no pitch event, which I don't think people can pitch anything at new media expo either, but it's literally like two and a half days of intense workshop on, you know, traffic conversion, measuring sales funnels, all of those things, which, you know, I'm never going to be a smarmy salesperson just because I feel like a dink when I try to write like that, but it works. I, I wish I could tell you, but in my interview with Adam, you'll hear a five, 50, my first $50 ad spend resulted in $500 in three days that netted me almost 8,000 in coaching. So those are good numbers. And it's something that, okay, then you step back and for me, because I'm not like this, I don't know, maybe I am a little bit of a hustler, but I got to do it my own way. So I'm not putting ads up every week, but I need to go learn how to do this and measure it and put systems in place. Which So that's why I'm going to that. So I will definitely be attending um, some other events this year. I love connecting and engaging. And of course, I want to travel more. Um, I really want to get myself over to Australia in the fall would be fantastic. There's a couple of people I would love to connect with there. 
And, um, I believe I'm not going to get into events. We'll talk about that another time. Um, the other thing that was huge for me was joining that mastermind. I have joined a few different mastermind groups in the past. Um, but the one that I'm in with Adam and everybody that focuses on, you know, it's teaching how to do Facebook advertising correctly. It's just, it's a great group of people and they kind of, they hold me to a higher standard and, and not, you know, personally necessarily, but I love seeing what they're doing. Everyone is supportive. We do hot seats, people share stuff, but I've been in a couple other groups where people are starting out with their online business and just based on where I'm at, which I love reaching up and, and helping people and supporting them, but there's only so much time in the day and I needed people who were going to kind of, you know, push me a little bit. And so when you see people hustling, it's like, shit, I got to get another ad up. I got to test this. I got to see what's working because the numbers, which, you know, you'll hear more about that with Adam. It's inspiring and not everybody aspires to do, you know, six figures a month. I would not complain about it, mind you. Um, but I'm not saying that that's the money's the goal, but that's not what these people are about. Anyways, joining the right mastermind has been phenomenal for me. So I'll go ahead and wrap this up just with a few um, tidbits from 2013 on a personal. So I mentioned, you know, in the very beginning that really learning to be present has just shifted my life. Um, But, you know, my life just is never dull. And 2013 was no different. So (laughs) outside of my pool leak and the normal joys of home ownership, uh, note the sarcasm, please. You know, I swear to God, sometimes don't you just think, I just, I, you know, an apartment would be a lot easier. <laughs> um, <clears throat> or I need to go rent a place in Costa Rica or something. That's another goal. And I'm going to just put this out to the universe because that's how stuff shows up for me. But I am just, I would love more than anything to go spend a month somewhere with the kids next summer on a beach working remotely. Um, <clears throat> so stay tuned for that. Uh, Got to see if we can make that happen. And I think we can. Um, but outside of those things, you know, definitely had some goodbyes last year. Uh, I lost my grandfather in April. And <clears throat> this is just, I'm so grateful that I live so close to my family um, and have got the, you know, the, my, my kids knew both my grandparents. My grandmother passed away a couple years ago. But to know their great grandparents was just huge. And my sister and I were with my grandfather when he passed. And it was such a blessing. It was it was hard, but there was something um, like it was a gift just to be there with him. It, w- it was pretty amazing. And then uh, I won't go into too much detail because I will start crying, but we lost our dog in early December and she has been with us. God, I got her <clears throat> a month before I found out I was pregnant with my son who is 13 now. So, you know, she's been through everything with me and outside of um, the heartache, you know, what I took from that is, you know, I... I've always been more of a dog person um, than anything else, but I'm not a huge animal lover. I, I I appreciate animals. They're beautiful, all of that stuff, but I'm not, you know, I, anyways, I'm not going to go into detail, but I did not know the capacity that I had that capacity to love an animal to the extent that I love that dog. So it was a huge gift. Um, so that, so that was tough. Um, but, you know, we also had some amazing adventures, our trip to Scotland in the fall and, Hallelujah. My daughter is a licensed driver with her own car. God, I love having another driver in the house. Um, my son's now a teenager. So, you know, life is, life is good right now. The rest of my family is doing great. Um, and I'm really grateful for that because we've had some trials and tribulations, which we all do. But of course, when you're in it, you feel like you're the only one because people don't talk about it a lot. So right now things are, things are good. And I'm just grateful for that. So, uh, one thing, you know, I didn't get to see my girlfriends, um, as often as I'd like to. I've got a group of friends, literally from high school, one of them since kindergarten. We're all in the Bay Area and we usually do a couple weekend getaways. You know, we always get together for, um, for birthdays and stuff. And we have like an ornament exchange and just that type of stuff. But just, I didn't get to see my girlfriends as much as I'd like to. So, um, you know, I want to see them more often. For sure. Um, definitely doing a getaway in probably February, March, April, one of those. Um, but just these girls are just a huge part of my life and just, you know, solid place in my heart. And 
those friendships. It's very easy when you're meeting new people and get excited and not a lot of my friends totally get what I do. Um, but they are just amazing women. And so I want to make sure that I get more of that in my life this year too. Um, the other thing, <laughs> I managed to friggin' tile my office by myself. I think I talked about this already and <laughs> it's something I will never do again, but I was getting pissed at the quotes I was getting. And so I was like, you know what? I watched enough HGTV <laughs> and I did it. I should put a picture of that. It's actually really cool. The tile looks like wood floor. Um, I love it. So the goal too is to pull that through the rest of the house, but uh, I will be hiring somebody next time. So that was actually quite um quite an accomplishment, but my back and my knees did not really um, appreciate <laughs> me too much. So anyways, and lastly, like I mentioned earlier, the the, the big intention is to get some more traveling in, <clears throat> you know, and that'll be included with conferences. So um, I would love to get my kids to a conference with me. They, they both, they get what I'm doing. They, they dig it. You know, it's fun when we're out and about. And I'm like, oh, look, I just made $147. And it's like, that kind of stuff is really fun for them. So, you know, I think it'd be fun to bring them on one of those journeys with me. So, so that's it. And, uh, you know, I say that's it, like, that's nothing. I it was a phenomenal year. And, you know, lots of lessons, lots of great experiences. But I, I guess overall, I just feel really grateful. It, it was a good year. And I'm excited about 2014. Um, so I'm excited to see where the new brand, KimDoyle.com, you can go over there and opt in. Uh, that'll be launching in the next week or two. I'm excited to see where that takes me. Um, of course, WordPress Chick's not going anywhere. Podcast is going to keep going, a whole bunch of stuff. So I'll be sharing the the building of that site. And so I'll be talking about that site on the WordPress Chick in terms of the theme and, and how I did it. Because um, I use Carrie Dill's utility thing, which is just awesome. Um, but you'll get a whole insight on that. So anyways, that's my year in review and a look at what's in store for 2014. I really would love to hear some of your takeaways from last year, you know, what you hope to do in 2014. And, you know, most of all, thank you for being here with me and coming along this journey <laughs> and being amused um, when I think I'm funny. So well, hopefully you do. Um, but leave me a comment. And if you haven't already, I would love a review in iTunes. That helps a lot. <clears throat> Sorry, I don't know what is up with the voice all of a sudden, but I would love a review in iTunes. It just takes a few minutes. Go over to, you know, you can subscribe in iTunes. Um, there is a link on the show note, but just look for the WordPress Chick Podcast. You can search it um, and leave a review. Um, and maybe I could say um again. <laughs> Anyways, here's to a fabulous year and um, we will be talking soon, but stay tuned next week for an interview. It's either going to be Adam or with Victoria Prozen, who helped me do all the naming and branding for uh, KimDoyle.com. Thanks, everyone, and Happy New Year.